In Europe, these were supposed to be the best of times. People expected the glowing promises of a united Europe to be coming true just about now. But instead, Europe now faces a time of chaos and rage. On today's program, I want to show you how all of this is setting up Europe and the world for the rise of Antichrist. I'll explain right after this word from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm producer Kevin, and I would like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. Revelation 13 tells about the rise of the Antichrist, history's last and worst despot. We know from the ninth chapter of Daniel that the Antichrist will come from Europe. Daniel and Revelation also tell about a group of ten nations or confederations of nations that will give their power to the Antichrist. That power will eventually entangle the entire world. Revelation 13 says, And all the world marveled and followed the beast. And then it goes on to say, Authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. And later in Revelation 13, we learn about the Antichrist cohort, the false prophet. There we read that the false prophet will cause all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. We often talk about the technology now coming online uh, that makes that verse possible for the first time in history. But I want you to think about it from another angle. What events could lead Europe and the rest of the whole world to hand over the planet's economic system to these men? The answer has to be that the world will experience either a global monetary meltdown or the imminent threat of one. With all governmental systems failing, the world's leaders and most of the population will turn to this new man who will seem to be a miracle worker. The question is, what will make them so desperate? Here's at least part of the answer. For decades, European leaders have been winning elections by making promises that in the long run, they could not keep. In Greece, for example, thousands have taken to the streets to protest a decrease in pension payments. Even though the government there says it will not be as bad as first thought, the people don't believe it, and the anger is palpable. Greece made impossible promises, and now they're being called to answer. In France, the Yellow Vest protests have involved tens of thousands of protesters and police, as well as a record-setting number of arrests. It started as a protest of a new fuel tax, but when the government buckled under the pressure and rescinded the tax, the protests continued. That's because the protests have become about something more. France is trying to bring semblance of balance to its budget. Uh, to do so, it has to break promises that it never should have made in the first place. But the promises were real, and the people are outraged that they are being broken. French President Emmanuel Macron's approval rating recently hit, get this, 
0.3%. A few days ago, he promised a higher minimum wage and several other gifts to appease the populace. But at best, he's postponing the inevitable. Yellow vest protests have now spread to several countries in Europe and beyond. Government pensions are just one of the ticking economic time bombs faced by Europe and other nations of the world. If they can't fix it soon, they have the potential of seeing the kind of economic destruction now devastating Venezuela, where inflation recently hit 1 million percent. The amazing thing is how fast an economic apocalypse can strike. This looks like an unsolvable problem. And when faced with unsolvable problems, people turn to miracle workers, such as the Antichrist. I think of all of these words, and I cannot help but think that these things prove that the Bible is true. Everything is happening exactly as the Bible said. Hence, you can trust the Bible with your life, and you can trust the Bible with your eternal life. Listen, I've got to ask you this question. Do you know Jesus Christ? Have you been forgiven of your sins? Have you asked Him to forgive you of your sins? Have you repented? If you have not, then you don't know Christ. You haven't trusted in Him. And when you die, you will be judged for your sins. Listen, you don't want to be judged for your sins. You want to be forgiven, don't you? Listen, if indeed you want to be forgiven, then I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.